The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. If you are just joining us, we're coming to you live today from our Cork studio uh, in Republic of Work on the South Mall. Uh, if you just cross over the road up Princess Street or any of those other streets, uh, you will find yourself uh, getting closer and closer to the English market. I was over there a little bit earlier and I grabbed myself and I said chicken pesto, uh, chia batter roll uh, from uh, one of these sandwich stalls. But you will also find in the English market Tom Durkin uh, from Durkin Meats. And he is here to talk to me about that famous Cork dish, spiced beef. Tom, uh, a pleasure. Thanks a million for coming into us. Thank you for having me, Karen. Um, you've brought some uh, uh, gifts, some of your wares with you, some spiced beef. Uh, I might taste some in a moment. It's uh, aroma is filling the studio here. It smells delicious. Where where does it come from in a cork sense? Uh, tradition, or well, years and years ago, before there was refrigeration in Ireland or on ships, when the ships were coming into Cork Harbour, they needed a way to preserve the meat that they were taking offshore. So what they started doing was salting it and it extended the shelf life on the meat and what they discovered afterwards that if they spiced it they would extend the shelf life again in it so ships taking provisions across the world from Cork which was a trading port stocked up with corned beef and spiced beef for their trips and they were happy they had enough meat for their trips and on that basis. Okay, so your your predecessors and thing and, and people um, in the industry would have been preparing the spiced beef for all of these ships heading off to sea and I guess then it, they just start selling it to locals as well. Is, well, is that what happens? There was two markets in Cork. There was the English market and Corn Market Street and Corn Market Street was pre- traditionally for Irish people and the English market why it's called the English market yeah. was for English people. So there was a kind of them and us type thing yeah. and they were getting the better quality cuts in the English market oh, always that is that was it and <laughs> they were exp- this meat was going all over the place and then for a novelty or we'd say for Christmas bonus people invested in spiced beef for Christmas so it became a Christmas tradition in Cork people having the special spiced beef for Christmas but in saying that we have it nationwide and super value so it's a taste of Christmas every day of the year at the moment but Traditionally, people, Christmas, spiced beef was a luxury. And is it, sti- is it still your busy period in terms of shifting? Pro- do, you, do you get much busier now at Christmas? Oh, without a shadow of a yeah. doubt. Like, it's tons of the stuff we use over the next two or three weeks. Yeah. Versus throughout the year, you'd probably use half a ton a week or a ton a week of it. Um, but this time of year, it just goes mental. Like yeah. Our online sales... We're nearly full at this stage. We'll have to shut them down in about a week's time because we really actually won't be able to cope with the amount of orders. We okay, have. you won't. People won't get their beef <laughs> yeah, by yeah. Christmas. It'll yeah. be New Year's uh, spice beef. Exactly. That'll be so, uh, so get your orders in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a good plug for you. Uh, Thank you, uh, Tom. Um, those orders are they coming in? They're coming in from right around the country. But is it still kind of the southwest? Is this is this still kind of where it's most popular? Today, I have orders from all over Ireland. Donegal, for some reason. It's fantastic. Really? Loads of people in Donegal. I was never even been in Donegal. But my spice beef sells big time in Donegal for some strange reason. We send it all over Ireland. An awful lot of it goes to England, France, Spain, Italy. Mm. Expats abroad, they want their spice beef for Christmas. Like this guy's paying a fortune to have a tiny yeah. bit of meat delivered. And how then are you preparing your... Um, I, know, I don't want to give away any trade secrets now or anything like that. But <laughs> won't uh, get them. Uh, uh, how are you preparing the, the, the spiced beef? What's the process? The process is you get good meat for start. Yeah. Then you age it, you cure it, and then you spice it and leave it sitting in the spices, ideally for... Uh, my preference would be about three months, but the health inspectors won't let you do that. 
Um, <laughs> How long do they let you do it for? They, they, they want it done in two or three weeks. Okay. But it's just for bacteria reasons that yeah. they want to keep things but, in. But if, if you could ensure that, say, bacteria uh, um, uh, could be kept at bay three months. Three months would really? be ideal in my oh, eyes, yeah. but you're pushing your luck probably okay, with that. Okay, okay. Um, so that's how you prepare it and then packaged up and sold to people. And then, I mean, are you just cooking it then like your kind of roast beef, essentially? I can say this in my sleep. Take it out of the bag. Okay. Place it in a pot of cold water. Right. Cook it for 40 minutes per kilo. Okay. Simmering. Turn it off and leave it go cold in that water. Yes. People say put Guinness and Murphy's in it and all the sorts of things. Drink the Murphy's and Guinness and eat the beef by itself. Oh, it's right. Good meat doesn't need anything added to it. Okay. And what is your preference then in terms of eating? You have it here. Do you know what? While you, while you tell me, I'm going to taste a bit of this because like I say, the aromas fit in the studio. So are you are, are you someone who just picks at it like this? Do you have it in a sandwich? How do you like to eat it? There'd be a pack of it in our fridge permanently at home. And if you're walking past, you just go and rip the packet open, take a slice or two oh, over yeah. it. Or in a sandwich, what I love it with is caramelised mm. onions and white sourdough bread. Mm. And spiced beef, you can't get better than that. Oh, that is absolutely delicious. You're very cute um, about these ingredients. Beef, salt, spices. You won't tell us what spices you No, I'd have no. to kill you if I told one. Yeah, look that at that, ingredients, spices. Um, <laughs> where, the, where the recipe actually came from was I worked for a butcher 34 years ago. Yeah. No, sorry, longer. 40 years ago in Carrigaline. And Michael Kidney was his name and his father used to have a butcher shop in Crosshaven where he lived now. Yeah. And he showed me how to make spiced beef and we used to have to go up to the slaughterhouse every morning a big barrel of beef with spice in it and I remember we had a brush handle and we used to stir it every morning and it was freezing. Mm. And I tweaked that recipe when I opened my own shop nearly 40 years ago and we've been selling it ever since and the way it's going around the country at the moment, I think we're doing something right. Yeah, well, you must be. Listen, Tom Durkin uh, is the name. TomDurkinMeats.ie if you want to get in um, a, a, an order, get it in quickly. As Tom says, they're running out of time um, with being able to deliver and ensure delivery before Christmas. So maybe do that today if you like the sound of spiced beef uh, for the Christmas dinner. Uh, before I let you go, Tom, uh, just as somebody who, who has been trading in the city for all of that time in one of the more famous parts of Cork City as well in the English market, I mean, how, how is footfall, how busy is the city centre these days? Are things going well? Things are going reasonably well at the moment. Yeah. I think everyone's nervous because of what's going on. You have two wars going on. Yeah. You have employment at an all-time high, which is proving difficult for anyone in any business because if you go out there tomorrow to get your car serviced, they're short of mechanics and they put you on a waiting list. Yeah. You cannot get things done quickly anymore. Um, it's the same across the board. You see it in hospitals with nursing staff. The shortage of employees is crucifying everyone. And the problem is people are putting, people who are not trained in to do jobs that they should be trained in. Mm. And it's hurting everyone a small bit. You're not getting the services that you would normally get. Um, But trade in Cork City has been very good. It's the festive season is here. Um, We're busy, thank God. And I think most people around the city are. And fingers crossed, we won't know till Christmas Eve how it finished up, but Fingers crossed it'll be as good as other years. Well, I hope it keeps going well. It was busy, certainly, when I was wandering around town a little bit uh, earlier. Tom Durkin from Durkin Meats in Cork's English Market. Tom, thanks a million. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.